No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. communication, comparing relationships to your own. And joining us just a little bit is going to be our guest, Q, um, and he will be in the hot seat. He told me he's going to go completely left, so I hope you guys are prepared. Um, but first, before we get into that, I'm sure you guys are wondering, what is this show all about? Well, He Said What is a platform for my men who are able to come on, speak transparently, uh, fluently, honestly about things that women have questions about. Like, we want to know why do men behave a certain type of way? Why do men um, not express emotions? Why are men afraid of commitment? You know, do a woman with multiple children scare men off? So we have tons of questions that we just want to know from their perspective. Hey, what do you think? Now, before I bring my guest up as well, um, everything that he says is going to be from his own personal perspective, okay? So do not message him talking crap, and it's not like this has happened in the past, but I definitely like to put the disclaimer out there that my male guest is not the representative for all mankind. He is speaking from his own personal perspective, so at the end of the day, we need to respect the fact that he is even speaking, you know, his truth. He's living in his truth. So if you would like to chime in on anything that is said, the phone number to dial is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number one, and we will go ahead and bring you up and see what you got to say. Now, if you are on the website, he said what, network.com, you can go ahead and hit the chat bubble located at the lower left-hand corner of the screen, and that will allow you to send us a message and let us know what your question is, what your comment is, and we will definitely read that off on the air as well. You can also hit us up in the DMs. He said what radio network on Instagram. Um, he said what radio network on Facebook. He said what radio on Twitter. We're all across social media, so let us know what you think. If you got questions, definitely drop those questions, okay? Now, just a few more things to mention before we bring our guests up. 
Um, we are currently running a promo special for the month of July going into August. So if you have a business that you're looking to promote on the network, we got really good prices. I'm talking about like starting at $25 for the month, okay? So if you have a product, a service, or if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to expand your audience, definitely hit us up. Uh, the email address is ads at he said what network.com and we will put together a nice little sweet package for you. Also, make sure that you are subscribing to our YouTube channel, uh, which is He Said What Radio Network. All you have to do is go into the search bar and type in He Said What Radio Network, and you'll find our shows. Uh, definitely tune in on Mondays because we have Simply Sports with One Mike, RG, and myself. And lastly, Follow us across all social media, uh, Instagram, as I stated, we're at He Said What Radio Network. Twitter is He Said What Radio. Facebook is He Said What Radio Network. Check out the website, www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com. And, yes, enjoy the show. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you our guest for the evening, Hello, hello. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> hey, How's it going? How's it going? Look, you can put me back on hold because that intro music uh, was uh, kind of hot. So, you know, you, you like the intro come music? up with some lyrics. Yeah, yeah. You're going to spit a hot 16. Instrumental. Yeah, I'm going to spit a hot 16 on that. I don't think they're started. ready for that. You know what? How about we do that next time? Because I would hate for someone. All right. Oh, okay, cool. Different show. Different format. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Um, tonight's topic is all about communication and comparing relationships to your own. We see this all the time. Hashtag relationship goals. Um, you know, a lot of people want their relationships to be like Sierra and, you know, or Beyonce and Jay-Z. <sighs> What does that actually say? So if you're in a relationship with a woman, right, and mm -hmm. she says that she just idolizes the chemistry that Jay-Z and Beyonce share amongst one another, what does that translate to you? Does that say anything different to you as a man? Well, <clears throat> first of all, I'm somewhat of an overthinker and I overanalyze things, so I think that every time somebody says something, there's always something behind it, whether it's mm -hmm. their state of mind when they say it and, you know, their past experiences or, you know, the things that they want to experience later on or whatever. But if if that was brought to my attention that way, mm -hmm. um, I, would, I, would, I would immediately uh, address it as, you know, um, pretty major concern simply because there must be a shortcoming in the relationship that we're in if someone is – you know, based off someone else's relationship, you know? Yeah. That's how I would look at it. That's that's actually very true. Um, I I would agree with you on that because I think for me too, if someone that I was dating and I'm assuming I'm making them happy and they look like they're happy, but then they say, you know, I wish I was uh, had a relationship like that, then, yeah, it's going to throw you off. Like, wait a minute, what, what's going on? Like, 
Yeah, like at what point is it a problem though? Like, do you just let it slide the first time or is that something that you address immediately? Well, you know, it depends on the dynamic of the relationship. All right. If mm-hmm. if if you're with someone and you and you feel like you're with your best friend, yeah, you're gonna laugh it off and you're gonna probably throw a throw a dart right back at them, you know? Mm-hmm. And just laugh it off. However, you just um, you know, mentioned uh, you know, the um first time it comes up. Mm-hmm. They probably will brush it off as a joke, you know, like like literally as something to laugh at. And uh hopefully we will both laugh at it and, you know, move on. But but if it is something that's a true concern, then we would have to have a sit down about that because when there's chemistry that's compared to someone else's chemistry, so that chemistry is something that you just can't you just can't have a conversation and boom your chemistry's better. Right. Chemistry is two 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 souls who are dancing. You're you're mm-hmm. either dancing to the same song or you're or you're offbeat and the other one's dancing to another song. Chemistry mm-hmm. is either there or it's not. You can't have a conversation and then the chemistry is all good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So chemistry is something opinion. that is – no, that's a really good good point. Chemistry is something that um, is developed um, naturally. It's not something that can be built, would you say? Yeah, it, yeah, it can't be built. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's just like that clicking thing. When, when you meet somebody and you feel like you've known them your whole life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's what chemistry is. Right. Okay. So is it possible um, for people to try to develop that chemistry to mimic those type of relationships? I guess anything is possible. I mean, mm-hmm. really and truly, anything really is possible. I guess people would have to go out and do things and live life a little bit together and go through some things, experience some things all while t- together, you know. Right. And, you know, that uh, builds a bond. It, it creates memories, and then you can build off of that. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing's impossible in a relationship if two people, you know, trying hard enough. Right. Um, sometimes it's just not there, and people got to accept it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to make a note of that because we definitely need to come back to that. It just not being there and accepting the reality now, have you ever been in a situation, uh, in a relationship where the woman's just like, you know, I like the way that you do this. I just wish that you would do this, that, and the third because my ex used to do that. I can't say that I would. I can't say that it's been brought to my attention with the word ex being used, but mm-hmm. uh, but I'm but I'm pretty sure that was the that was the basis behind it. You know, because right. that that surely has been said. You know, minus the um, wh- where it was exactly coming from. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm pretty sure that's what it was, mm-hmm. because <laughs> because what people do, and we're all guilty of it. You know, you meet mm-hmm. somebody and 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 you have past relationship experiences where there were some good parts of it, and you kind of want to take all the good parts from the past and bring it all to the to the present, right? Right. All the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So so we're all kind of guilty of that. Uh, and once again, that's one of those things that if if that keeps reoccurring, mm-hmm. uh, that could be a problem. And uh, it's probably with the wrong person at the end of the day. Okay. Do you feel like people nowadays allow chemistry to occur naturally, or do you feel like um, it's kind of at the point 
in this generation where it's being forced because people just don't want to be by themselves? It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know social media, uh, dating apps, and the um, regular, the, the old school way of meeting <laughs> people through a reference. You know, all those things give people a lot of options. So one false move and somebody's done with somebody. Right. You know, so, so it's not as it is not as much about fixing something or trying to make it work. But yeah. you know, anything's possible. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna say that a lot. I'm gonna say anything's possible. Anything I'm gonna say that a lot possible. because in relationships, anything anything is possible in relationships. In relationships, I'm gonna keep saying it. Okay. That's that's gonna be the slogan on your T-shirt. Anything is possible. <laughs> Okay, that's part of my hot sixteen right there. That's part of my hot sixteen. Anything's possible. <laughs> put that in now, the hook. I'm put that in the hook. Oh gosh, do you think <laughs> that it's healthy to compare what you have to others as far as relationships go? I don't think it's healthy at all. I don't think it's healthy one bit. But mm-hmm. um, everything can be can be used as a teaching tool. I mean, me personally, I don't, and we're all guilty of it, but I have to sometimes check myself for I'm um, doing that because I'm a pretty laid back kind of fella. Mm-hmm. And um, being compared to someone else is, is you know, I don't necessarily uh, like that much and comparing other people you know, I try not to do it, but it's something that we all do, and mm-hmm. we're all guilty of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just like saying, you know, uh, not to judge anybody. Well, we all judge each other every day, mm-hmm. and we shouldn't, but we do. It's kind of natural. It's a human. It's a human thing. But um, no, I wouldn't. I can't say that I would like that at all. Okay. Is there is there anything that you feel women are missing that men wish that they would just get, like, just understand when it comes to relationships? Yes. There's definitely Uh-oh. something there. All right. And, what and, I, and, 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 I, and, and I hope you're sitting down because I know I'm sitting down. <laughs> and I hope your listeners are sitting down. Uh-oh. Okay. Like, we want women to understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prep yourself. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a shoulder rub or something. Uh oh. But okay. but but we as guys, we as guys would just we would we would give you all the world and we would wash your car without you having to ask. We would rub your feet without you having to ask. If you would just understand this about us, we are simple, and we don't want to have to figure out what's going on in your minds when you can just tell us. Or whatever you want us to do, you can just come out and say it. Just, mm. Communicate, talk about it, and we can talk about when we'll get it done. All right? We are very simple. And um, and we're easy going. Mm. We don't ask for much. I don't think I don't think we ask for much. I know I don't ask for much, but but thing is don't leave it up to us to decode all the hidden 
messages and the subliminal messages <laughs> and all that. Don't leave it up to us to decode all that and then figure out what we're supposed to do, when we're supposed to do it, and how we're supposed right. to do it. Because that's that's setting us up for failure, and uh, we'll be the bad guy when the argument comes up. Well, you know, and I used to have to tell my mother this because she used to tell me about her issues, and she would say, "You know, he just doesn't get it. He doesn't get it." I'm like, "Mom, did you tell him? Just tell him. What yeah. is he not getting? You know, just just come flat out and it's you. You, I'm starting to show off by saying this is about communication. Communicate. Mm-hmm. Communicate." Okay. That's what okay. we want women to understand. That's what we want y'all to Perfectly clear. So, guess what? Just say it. Guess what? We have a okay. caller. Um, so, let's see what the caller has to say. Um, this is going to be interesting. Caller, you are live. This is Simply Bree and Q. Do you have a question or a comment? Uh, how you doing? I'm Ivan from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh-oh. Ivan? Yeah, Black. Actually, uh, yeah, Black Wall Street. I'm a, I'm actually the grandson of a survivor, actually. Get out of here. That is all right, brother. You're, you're a celebrity, man. Oh, listen. Uh, I definitely need to talk to you. Now, he, now Bree, he, he's the kind of calls you, you got he? calling in, Bree? Hey. Say it again, listen. sir. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was giving you props, man. I'm, 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 I'm like, Bree getting some pretty good callers already. Yeah. Right I, I, I want to speak on the, I wanted to speak on the part where the gentleman was, well, you asked the brother just now about about what men would like women to know. Mm-hmm. One one of the things that that that, I, that women don't know is they don't ask men what they want. They assume what men want, and so when you don't ask, us, you either give us something that we don't need or that we don't want because you don't mm-hmm. ask. Right. You just gotta act like we like it. And yeah, and then, and so and so what you do a lot of times, what women do a lot of times. Is you have the you have the question and the answer already figured out in your mind. You just want us to join the conversation in agreement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and, and you know, we're living in a time now. I'll say this too. Now, we're living in a time where women are just now beginning to be made to be accountable for their shortcomings in relationships. Men have mm-hmm. always had to be accountable. Because we're natural leaders, we're the natural head. When we earn it, women come with value. Men have to earn and prove theirs. Mm-hmm. So we have way more qualifying to do to be with you than you have to do to be with us. And that's the problem. But the thing about it is, when it comes to asking you what you're going to bring to the table, a lot of women say, I'm the table. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. No. <laughs> See, see, men have to have men. What men have to do is embrace their own value. One of the problems that I had in relationships for a long time, and my mother helped me. My mother really helped me solve it. I grew up in a house where my father was very violent, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times when when you see that, a lot of times young boys, in particularly, grow up thinking that that's okay to do women like that. I never done that. It, it had it had a reverse effect on me. What it did to me was. I was doing, when, when I began to date women, I would overcompensate so much trying not to be like my father that I didn't make women earn nothing. Mm. Give it all, give it all, give it all, and hardly got anything in return. Because I, I would shrink my own value just to, just to try to appease them. And my mother told me, your problem, son, is you don't value yourself enough in those relationships 
and make them women earn what it is that you have to give because you're valuable too. Mm-hmm. Thank wow. God for a wise mother. Wow. Amen. Wow. Yeah. I mean, give you your round of applause, man. And so that's that's the that's the thing, you know. I had a, my wife unfortunately passed away uh, here a couple of years ago, uh, about three years ago, to, from uh, as a result of uh, breast cancer. Mm. And we had a beautiful relationship. It, we, you know, we it wasn't that long. We were together three years. My first time getting married. And uh, one of the things that we always did. Now, she, I was the first one that she had been involved with that demanded the respect that a man deserves when he's doing what he's supposed to do. She was a good woman, but Mm -hmm. her ex-husband was a jackass. And so she was, she had been by herself for a long time and she was used to, to running everything. And she never really had to think outside of her own way of thinking because, you know, she didn't have to because she was dealing with a man that was non-participatory in the relationship. Well, when we got married, that shit had to change. And I told him, it's a new sheriff in town, and I ain't got no deputy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, but, and the reason why is because by the, by the, I was 48 when we got married. So mm-hmm. by the time we got now, that doesn't mean I was perfect. I was not a perfect husband, but I did the best I could all the time. But one thing I already did by the time I married her is I knew my value as a man and what I brought to the relationship and I wasn't willing to compromise it, period. Right. Just like, you you know, we, we hear a lot about women being told, don't compromise, don't lower your standards. They don't tell me in that. They don't, they don't teach young boys. Young boys don't get taught that. I didn't get, right. well, I can't say that. My mother taught us that because she had all boys. She grew uh-huh. up with all brothers. But for the most part, young boys growing up do not get taught about they have a right to hold women to standards the same way women have a right to hold men to standards. Right. Yeah. You're so right. We, we didn't have we didn't have those conversations growing up. Mm-hmm. Sir? No, I was agreeing with you. We we didn't have those conversations growing up. And see, I'm fifty four, so I grew up in an era it was just shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yep. 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 I'm a I'm a sixties baby who grew up in the seventies and I was grown by the mid eighties, I was a grown man. And so well I was a young young adult. I'm a grown man but a young adult by the mid eighties. And so we 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 weren't taught the, that you that you have a right to expect when you do what you're supposed to do when it comes to dealing with a woman that you have a right to expect something from her, mm-hmm. not just you know not not just what's between her legs and all the other stuff mm-hmm. that ain't nothing that's okay, but mm-hmm. what about the substance though? And see, real men don't care about no woman's money. He don't mm-hmm. care how many letters she got attached to her name. What we care about are you fit? Feminine and cooperative. Mm, 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 mm. See, because your, your your best asset as a woman is your femininity. That's your greatest power that you have. You don't have a greater power than that. Mm-hmm. Dealing with a real man, you don't. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see a real real man don't care about what how much money you got and all that. Because if he's right. a real man, he's gonna make sure everything is taken care of anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the thing that women now it's hard for a lot of women to swallow where they come in and they don't want to hear it, especially from a man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not I'm not I'm don't don't get me wrong I love women I particularly love and adore black women but mm-hmm. we gotta keep it one hundred though sometimes sis y'all don't want to hear where y'all wrong at. That's true. 
that's the that's the number one complaint that I hear from men on the show is that women are not you can't hold them accountable. Like if a woman is able to be held accountable and she doesn't get emotional or she doesn't flip out, it's like, oh, the world is about to end. It's a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> but but see, the, the thing about it is, as men, we've always see. I remember growing up, we were always taught be nice to girls, pull out doors, open up. I mean, pull. I mean, open doors, pull out chairs, be nice. But I didn't hear girls getting taught none of that stuff about mm-hmm. how to be, how to respect young men. It, it depends on what kind of community that you were involved in, whether you were the church, the mosque, from a religious perspective. But just in in general society, females weren't taught that. Right. That wasn't in, in the general culture. It wasn't taught. They weren't taught that you should respect a man and do this is for a man, and a man has a right to expect. Because, see, for me, like, I work hard. I do manual labor. I have mm-hmm. a tree removal service. What I will not do when my name is on every deal in the house is come home, and I'm not, a, I'm not misogynistic, I'm not chauvinistic, but I ain't washing no dishes. I ain't doing none of that. I ain't cleaning mm-hmm. up nothing. I ain't doing none of that. But what I will do is pay all the bills. I'm going to come home. And, but that's only because I do my part. Right. Now, now, will I do my part? Now, when my wife got sick, I did everything. But for the most part, I'm not doing that stuff, and I'm providing everything. I'm not doing that. Right. So, man. Hmm. What's your name, now, sir? I'm Ivan. Yes, ma'am. Hi. All right, Ivan. What I'm going to do... If it's okay with you, I definitely want to circle back around and, and um, call you after the show and talk more with you. Um, but everything that you said tonight, I mean, I, look, look, let me give you another round of applause because I don't think we have enough here. Um, you touched on a lot of good points. And I definitely yes, want to get back. Yeah, I want to get back in um, with Q and see, you know, I do have some more questions for him, but like I said, I do want to circle back around with you later on if that's okay with you. Yes, that's fine. Yes, ma'am. All right, cool. So I'm going to put you back in the queue so you can continue to hear the show. Um, but we, I really appreciate you calling in and dropping those gems for us. Look, let me give you another round of applause. For Thank you for allowing me to speak. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank I was actually, you. I actually just was scrolling through. And I hit on y'all's, uh, I was just scrolling through just now. Oh, awesome. Well, I'm glad you tuned in. And, um, you know, I'll talk to you later on about even being a guest on the show. So we'll chop it up a little later. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right, Ivan. Um, See you, Man, Q, listen, he, he definitely touched on a lot of points. Hey, listen, um, I, Ivan, came, Ivan came with some backup then, didn't he? He did. He was listening. He came with some backup. Ivan was not playing. And I tell you, the whole accountability thing, every guy that I hear, they're always like, I wish women would hold themselves accountable like they try to hold men. And you know what? At the end of the day, yeah, that's true. Like, because if we can sit here and point out what's wrong with men, then men should be able to point out what's wrong with women, and we both work on it together so that we are able to have healthier relationships. It's not about that, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That, that's the thing, though, Bree. I don't mean to cut you off. It's about yeah. finding that common ground in the middle when you mm-hmm. have those difference difference of opinion, and um, that's the most challenging part of it. That is the most challenging part of it because in order to go forward, two opposing sides have to say, "Hey." You know, this is what we got over here. This is what you got over here. How do we make this better? Mm-hmm. 
and uh, everybody being able to be accountable for, you know, their shortcomings. Right. That's the challenge. Right, yeah. And the, and the bad part about it is in relationships, it's almost like people are so focused on protecting themselves from getting hurt and getting used that they're not looking at it from a team perspective. They're looking at it from, a, okay, well, if I say this, then he's going to, just like how Ivan said, you create a whole situation in your head, and you're ready to jump bail ship before the, the situation even arises because you want to make sure that you have your hands clean and unscathed before shit hits the fan. Like, yeah. they don't want that type of struggle or that type of pressure on their hands. So, um, I mean, it's, it's really serious, and it's unfortunate that we're not having these type of conversations until now. Um, but hopefully, you know, there's still time. There's always time to turn turn relationships around. So now following up off of the last question that I asked you, um, what is it that men typically desire outside of what Ivan said, um, what is it that men typically desire that um they may not be receiving from their women? It's a couple of easy answers and short answers. I'm going to give you the first short answer, peace. Mm. We really do want peace and harmony in our relationships. We don't want conflict. Mm. We don't want pettiness. And we want to be appreciated. You know, we're not perfect. Nobody is. But I think every day everybody should wake up and say, I'm not perfect today. And the person that I love is not perfect today either. And then Mm -hmm. start your day off like that. I don't know if that'll work. I'm just saying. But mm-hmm. well, we want peace. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're with you, we're with you. We don't want, and we're supposed to be teammates and allies. We're not supposed to be opponents if we're in a relationship right. together. That's not how that goes. Mm-hmm. Unless we're playing chess or checkers or something. Yeah, then it's on. I'm gonna mm-hmm. cheat and all that kind of shit just to win. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but but other than that, though, our our number one thing is just just be our peace. Be our peace, because it's a hard world out there. We all know it's hard for women, and it's hard for men, especially black men, black women. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard. So when you get home to your mate, your significant other, it needs to be a refuge, you know, 100% mm-hmm. of the time. And 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 we were talking about uh, chemistry earlier. Uh, that's part of that chemistry too, because you got to be able to read the room. And when I say read the room, when it's just one person in there, you should know your mate. You should be right. able to tell by the look on their face or just by the energy that they're giving off. You should be able to pick up on that, you know. Uh-huh. And 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 when that's not a good, you know, uh, ounce of energy, don't come with the petty shit. Right. Yeah, I forgot to do the dishes, or I forgot to take the trash out. But you know, maybe I wasn't all together anyway. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> mm, mm, mm. So this thing has so many tentacles. Relationships have so many tentacles. It can be so complex, but at the same time, it's just like if you sit back and you just listen, you'll you'll gain a better understanding. If not about relationships, at least about how people view relationships and how in in their mind and in in their life how relationships can function and what they need from relationships, period. So, um, yeah, relationships can definitely be complicated, but it's it's more rewarding than anything. 
Like Yeah, I don't I don't think they should be complicated. I think they should be rather simple and fulfilling. Yeah. When you're with the right person, it's there's no work involved at all. No, not at all. So well what we're gonna do is um we are going to take a quick song break and then when we return we will uh go ahead and you know, I have some more questions for our guest Q. You guys are tuned into He Say What? What's your girl? Simply Bree and our guest Q. Topic is comparing relationships to your own. We'll be right back. Just give what you need, girl. Just give the key to the Get it. So, 
if that's just one of many things I'm sure that men want, then why do you think infidelity is so high in relationships? And when I say infidelity, I am actually referring to both relationships as well as marriages. Well, infidelity occurs for mainly two reasons. You're either missing something um, or or you're greedy, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you're getting everything that you want at home, you won't even notice the uh, world outside. Mm-hmm. You just won't. It, it just won't happen. If you, if you are getting everything that you want at home and you still go out of the uh, relationship, and you're just greedy. You're just being greedy. Mm-hmm. You know, and at that point, you know, you're wasting somebody's time. And you're going to break somebody's heart. Right. Uh, but 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 the main reason for infidelity is because something is missing at home. It could be there's no peace at home. Right. Maybe the other maybe the other person maybe the side person because I'm not gonna put it on women or men, but maybe the side person is just a nice place or you know a, a, a peaceful situation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm serious. It, it could be any, yeah. That's any, anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah, and men don't. Really I mean, I mean, how about you? Like that, Go ahead. Okay. When when What's you're that? lacking, when you're missing something in your relationship, because you see it all the time, women get upset that their man has cheated with someone who's not even as beautiful as them. That men don't really pay attention to the looks if they're cheating, do they? Is it more so just they're getting whatever it is that they're missing at home? They're getting it from that person, and that's all that matters. It's- it's it's that simple. It really is that simple. And for the for the woman that you know finds the side chick to you know not look anywhere near as attractive as she may find herself, uh, that's another slap in the face. In her opinion, instead of looking at herself in the mirror and you know thinking, well, what did I do to drive him out or push him away? When right. that probably was the situation. But you know that that's that accountability thing that you know that, that we're missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, the guy did wrong, and that's still no excuse to cheat. There is no excuse to cheat. First of all, if you with somebody, you with them. And I have cheated, uh, mm-hmm. but there's no excuse. There is no valid excuse for it. But there are reasons for it, and you see what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, two two people do play a part. Because there's two right. people in the relationship, so right. Mm. So one person cheats because they're not getting what it is that they're missing in the relationship, and the other person is at, and it's I guess sort of also at fault because they're not providing what the other person is missing, which leads them to step out to get it elsewhere. Correct. That's mm. the majority of infidelity. Now the other part I told you is mm-hmm. just people are just greedy as hell. Simple right. as that. Right. Okay, okay. So for those out there who are listening, uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, the phone number is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number 1. Um, I know we still have Ivan in the background. Ivan, um, go ahead and push the number 1 now so it will clear you, and then if you do have a question, just press the number 1 again, and then it will pop back up. Um, so, Okay. So with that being said, 
in what situations do men compare their current lady to a previous lady or to something that they may have seen on a porn site if we're talking about in the bedroom? Yeah, that's really not a complicated question at all. Neither part is, but I'm going to base it off of where we are in our lives as far as, you know, if if you're talking to a 20-year-old, he's going to have a different answer than, you know, you're talking to a 45-year-old. Right. You know, those type of things there because uh, me personally, mid-40s, uh, I would not start a situation without getting all those things out in the open mm-hmm. beforehand, all right? Because I truly do not believe in uh, the growth of intimacy during the relationship. As, and, and what I mean by that is, yeah, you want to be um, – adventurous and whatnot. However, what floats your boat is what floats your boat. That shouldn't necessarily change throughout the relationship, right? We can add to it, you know, enhance it or whatever. However, there is a certain fit for everybody. Everybody has to be sexually compatible, mm-hmm. right? And uh, let's just say, uh, to, to answer your question, there's a guy. He watches a lot of porn. Now he goes into the bedroom and wants his wife to do X, Y, Z. Right. The wife will either uh, be okay with at least trying, or she'll be, you know, gung-ho about it and just diving head first, or she'll say, no, that's not me. That's not who I am, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So so you got two uh, three potentially three potential uh, uh, outcomes just from that. And she would not be at fault, you know, to uh, – you know, not adhere to all those type of things, I mean, it, because this is a change in the intimacy during the relationship, and that's not fair to the other person. It, right. it really isn't fair. Now, if you have that chemistry and you know you're with the right person, oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to try, let's go. No big mm-hmm. deal. But everything, everything really I'm talking about goes goes back to either either you're with the right person or you're not, and. uh you, you've been in relationships that have failed. We've all been in relationships that have failed. And one of the things that you think about at the end is how much time you've wasted. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about what you've learned, and you think about how much time you've wasted. Yeah. So that's why I believe at this stage of my life, at this age bracket, nah, I get all that out in the open, and we'll see if we're compatible, and then we'll talk about, you know, what's your favorite color after that. <laughs> Where do you like to get your ice cream from? <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, so, Mr. Ivan is um, back. He does have a question or comment. Mr. Ivan, you're alive. Well, one of the other things we, I heard you all talking about, the comparing of relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think, in my humble opinion, that you really can't compare your relationship to another relationship because Every relationship has its own dynamics. Mm-hmm. Now, can you get pointers? Can you look at another relationship and say, okay, that's something we should try to implement in our relationship to make things better between us? For instance, I was counseling a young couple recently, mm-hmm. and I dropped a few loves on them, and, and then the young man called me back a couple of weeks later and told me that things have had gotten better just for the few things. For instance, I, I told him, 
I said, always try to compliment before you criticize, if you can. Mm -hmm. And always remember that uh, the issue is the enemy and not each other. Mm -hmm. Always attack the issue and not each other. And that way that both people, in my humble opinion, will remain open to what it is that his or her partner is saying and asking for from them. And mm-hmm. so in that regard, I think that you can you can get pointers, but I don't think that you can really compare because everybody's different. And every each individual in each relationship operate different in intimate relationships. So I don't really think you can compare. But you can get pointers and say, Okay, well we might we're gonna we're gonna try that to see, you know, how that gonna work. But but of course, even with implementing or attempting to implement something somebody else is doing, you have to be willing to put in the work to see if it will work. Mm-hmm. But, and that's one of the things that I would say that me and my queen, we did. We always were always trying to, we talked about the relationship a lot. You know, a lot of times we find ourselves doing maintenance on our cars, maintenance on our houses, maintenance on our own physical bodies, but no maintenance on our relationship between one another. Mm-hmm. And anything that you don't keep the proper maintenance up on, they fall apart. Right. Just like a relationship. So I think that when you talk about the comparing, I don't I don't really think that that's a good idea. So I don't in my humble opinion, I don't really think you can make an accurate comparison between one relationship to another because every relationship dynamics is just different. Mm-hmm. From relationship to relationship. I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I like how you said compliment before criticize um, and understand that the issue is the enemy and not each other. Because I think time and time again, people tend to find a way to blame one another for the problems that, that are in in the relationship instead of trying to figure out together, okay, what can we do to eliminate this? So that it's not a problem in a relationship. And a lot of the times it's based off the ego. You know, somebody's ego tripping in a relationship with you, then it may be a little Nobody bit Nobody wants to be wrong about nothing. Yeah. It's, it's okay yeah, to be yeah, wrong. You know and, what? And another that you're wrong, but nobody yeah. wants to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, but let me tell you something my mama said to me. I, I got to keep, I, you always got to, it's always good to, to give credit to those who are wiser, mm-hmm. who are experienced in life. So that's how you learn. My mother, just turned 81 a couple of weeks ago. God, God bless her. And I, I remember when me and, my, me and my wife only had two bad arguments. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you, if I wasn't wise enough to call my mother and ask for advice, I, I, I don't. we wouldn't have divorced, but I would have really made things really bad between us because it was a point that I was making to her. I was right, but I wasn't handling it right. Mm-hmm. And so... I, 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 you know, because my ego, I was just stuck on being right. And so I called my mom and I said, Mom, why she just let her admit that I'm right? You know, and she, she listened to me do my little spiel and she said, let me ask you something. <laughs> she said, do you want to be right or do you want to resolve it? Mm. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And that shut me, that's boy, right. that shut my mouth. She said, let me tell you something, boy. You know, when they say, let me, when they say, when they leave, but let me tell you something, boy, they just dropped the jewels on me. Mm-hmm. So this, this is, she let me in on them. She gave me some wisdom about men dealing with women. She said, let me tell you something about a woman. She said, now, the kind of wife that you've got, 
He said, first of all, how do you even know that she, but she really don't believe that she's right? That's first. And even mm-hmm. if she's not, if she don't see it right now, it don't even matter, son. Mm-hmm. So what you got to do is leave it alone. He, and she said, if she's a woman of integrity, like I think she is, she'll come to you eventually and admit that she's wrong and even apologize. But until then, leave it alone, boy. It was, mm-hmm. You know how hard it was for me to do that because in my mind, well, I'm right. Why she just won't admit it? Uh-huh. But I even about this. She said, son, you, I, I was eight years older than my wife. Yeah. She said, there's some area, son, even though your wife is in her 40s, you're still more mature than her in a lot of ways. And there's certain things that you get that she just don't get right away. And, and you don't think that an eight-year gap in, in your 40s really makes a difference, but in some areas it does, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said, but what you got to do, lack of it. she said, what you got to do, son, is leave it alone. And eventually, a couple of weeks, it took about two weeks, though. And I'm going to keep it 100. I was screaming for them two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I followed my mother's advice, and I came out on top, and we got to the other side. But the thing about it was is I was wise enough, because I was too dumb to see what was going on, but I was wise enough at least to call my mother and ask what the hell to do, because I didn't know. I was just stuck on being right. That's all. Right. I'm going to be keeping 100. I was, I'm right. And she should just, you know, she should just miss. Well, I'm right. I don't want to you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And my ego, she said, it's okay to be right, son. She said, but you know what? You can be right. You can be right all by yourself, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one do you want? Yeah, and, and that's the beauty in, 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 you know, I think couples, I think younger couples should always go to somebody. I don't think you should go to people who don't have your best interest at heart. And mm-hmm. can't help you. And a lot of times in, in relationships and in marriages, sometimes we go to we go to wounded people and give you a wounded person advice instead of a, a unfortunate advice. You might go to a wounded man or a wounded woman and you'll get some all wopsided and you take that crap back to your partner and you mm-hmm. make things worse. Mm-hmm. Hey Mr. Ivan, Mr. Ivan. Yes, sir. You uh you um tap into a gold mine because that's exactly what uh, what I wanted to say because everybody should have somebody that they can go to with uh, with the wisdom and with an unbiased opinion that's going to tell you when you're wrong and they're going to tell you when you're right and they're going to mm-hmm. help you fix mm-hmm. it. You know, but you got to have you got to have a person that will tell you when you're wrong. You can't just have that's cheerleaders right. as your go-to person because that's just going to ask you to right. fire. So you so you tap yeah. into a gold mine when you brought that up. Mm. And, and, and you know I'll say this one. Of, and see, the fact, this is what I really learned from my mother, like, when I, I was on a call here recently with about 200 women, and it was like five men, and it was like 200 women, and they were asking us questions. And so one of the sisters asked me, what is the number one thing, what is the most important thing to me in a relationship with a woman? And I said, how you treat me when I'm wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? I said, well, the reason why I say that because it's okay to be, it's, it's good to be pleased with me when I'm being pleased to you. I said, but because I'm, I got faults like anybody else and I'm still learning in life, I said, I'm going to make mistakes every now and then. And I might end up being even being a knucklehead every now and then. How are you going to deal with me then? Are you mm-hmm. going to throw me away? Or are you going to try to see me to the other side 
like I would do for you. So how I get treated when I'm wrong with a woman is most important to me. Yeah, I'll take it a step further because you're right. Uh-huh. I'll take it a step further. Yeah, not sir. only how they how they treat you when you're wrong, but how they treat you when they are burning up on fire, upset with you as well. Yes, sir. Because they can because mm-hmm. they can know that you're wrong, and they're not exactly pitching a fit about it. But 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 with me, I'm I'm more along the lines of how is this person going to treat me and look at me when they're totally upset? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really key because. It's not good to be good with me when I'm being good. Right. But see, I think that I think the relationship grows the most when you have the toughest times. You know, one of the things that I, I discovered when when my wife got really sick. That's when you when you when you when they say that part about in sickness doesn't help until death do you part. I really really because I experienced it. You know, like. I got we we sent my wife to to Tijuana for the last attempt to try to save her life, and she died eight days after she got there. Mm. But I knew she was dead before they called me. I stayed back in the United States because we couldn't take her son out of school for three weeks because he would have failed. So I paid for one of the sisters in our congregation to go assist her while she was getting her treatment. Fortunately, she only lasted eight days after she got there. But during the time when she got sick. One of the things that I discovered, that's really when you really, when you got somebody that's fighting for their life and you're trying to help them fight for their life, that's when you, when you really find out who really got your back. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I had to learn dealing with my wife while she was sick is I had to make everything about her. Mm-hmm. My feelings, what I thought, how I felt, had to be completely put to the, I had to become a totally unselfish person. And this is the part, big brother that I talk to men about. Because we are natural conquerors and leaders, we have an element of selfishness in us naturally that only the right woman can help balance out, right? Mm-hmm. And so right. I had to learn, not that I'm a selfish person because I'm not, but I really, really had to learn that, 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 that unconditional love that women naturally have. I had to learn that when my wife got sick because it was literally taken care of like taking care of a child, an infant. It, it got to that point where I had to, you know, I had to change her because she had to wear diapers because the cancer ate her body up so bad that, and I'm not saying that, that I'm just saying this is what it is. I had yeah. to change my wife like she was a baby. I bathed her. I cleaned her. I, I, I fed her up until the day that she died, until she left, and then she died while she was there. But the thing about it is, is I had to completely put myself aside and take care of her. And, 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 of course, you know, as men being protective, you know, when we love somebody, you know, I would have killed a brick and drowned a drop of water about her. But it's hard when you trying to help somebody and you can't do nothing but just watch them die because this monster called cancer is eating her up. You know what I'm saying? But I had to learn. I, heard, I learned a whole lot about manhood. Seven months before she transitioned after she got really sick, Man, I'm sorry. I came two or three different type of men. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And so I talked to men about that because we do. And then this is another thing. The details that, like, I had to do all the cooking. I was working three jobs. And I'm not trying to brag on myself. I'm just saying this is what I learned. When, 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 
when I had to do all the cooking, all the cleaning and everything, I got to see, I, of course, as a man, I can never understand what a woman does when it comes to her part. Man, but I got to peek into what women do naturally when it comes to doing what they do in the household and all the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. It's definitely a lot. I said, this, I said, this, I said, this, I said, this, what y'all be doing? Let me go outside and keep on working out there cutting them too. You good? <laughs> right. That's, that's right. it. But what it did was, I never had a disrespect for the woman's role, but I gained a whole lot more respect for it. Right. <laughs> I know yeah. you did. Let me give you. Mr. Irvin, you definitely called in and represented tonight. Um, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to get ready to wrap up the show. Thank you again for uh, dropping the gems and giving us, you know, your own personal, um, your personal, um, you know, experiences. We really, really appreciate it. And like I said, we're going to definitely get you on the show, okay? Right. I want to say this too, one one last thing. Mm -hmm. I have written a book about our love story. And about our fight for counseling, we'll be out real soon. It's called I Said I Do, So I Am, My Journey with My Sweet, Sweet Mary. Okay. It's called I Said I Do. I Said I Do, So I Am, My Journey with My Sweet, Sweet Mary. Okay. All right. I'm going to definitely look that up and make sure that I put that on our website as well. All right, Mr. Irvin, thank you again for calling in. Thank you for allowing me to speak. You are so Appreciate welcome. you, big bro. Yes. Yes, sir. So, Q, sir, I'm, please let the people know, because um, it's getting close to that time, let the people know, how can they reach out to you? How can they say, hey, I heard you on the show, um, and, you know, I want to get to know more about your perspective? Um, I can be reached on the Book of Faces, uh, Quentin D. Miller, <laughs> Q-U-E-N-T-I-N. Middle initial Miller. Uh, Instagram QM13 Racing. QM13 Racing, the number 13 Racing, like racing uh, heart rate. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> racing heart rate. But anyway, my profession uh, I own a small tr- trucking company, two trucks. But I'm the mm-hmm. only driver right now, so I'm going to be looking to hire a driver here pretty soon so I can learn how to play golf while oh. drivers drive. Okay. That sounds like a plan to me. Well, we'll definitely get with you on um, promoting that business, too, so, you know, we'll chop that up after the show. Um, thank you so very much for coming on tonight and giving us your two cents and being vulnerable about it, being honest and transparent. Uh, we're definitely going to have you on again. You don't know it, but... We are. <laughs> so, thank you once again for joining me tonight. Um, Thanks for having me. Yes, yes, you're so welcome. All of those that are listening, if you're just now tuning in um, or you're replaying the episode, thank you so much for showing your support. This is He Says What? With your girl Simply Gree. Make sure you find us on all social media um, at He Said What Radio Network. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore simply Bree underscore, and that's S I M P L E E B R E E underscore. Um, check out the website, he said what network.com, where you'll find all of our shows. And um, yeah, thank you again for rocking with us. If you guys want to reach out by email, the email address 
is info at he said what network.com. All right, you guys have a good evening. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.